Hey guys, it's Trun here. Before we start the podcast, I would just like to ask you all to go follow us on our Instagram. The handle is the underscore student underscore perspective. We have a lot of great content on our page and it would be greatly appreciated if you could go follow us so we can spread our brand. Additionally, it would also be very helpful if you could go check out our website. The link could be found in the description or on our bio in our Instagram page. And if you could go subscribe to our email list, so that way you'll never miss an update when it comes out. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Student Perspective Podcast, and I hope to see you guys soon. Hey guys, and welcome back to the... Bro, you had to yawn. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Student Perspective Podcast a podcast where we basically talk about our perspectives on different aspects of student behavior and student life. I hope you guys got a chance to listen to our last episode about our high school experiences, as it was a very entertaining episode to record. In this episode, I hope you, find, I hope you guys find this useful, as today we'll be talking about networking. And I'd like to introduce a very special guest, Zach Garcia. Zach, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh... Hi there, guys. I'm Zach Garcia, and uh, I'm I'm a student at Baylor University now. And back in uh, 2017 at Lone Star High School, I founded uh, the Charitable Students of America organization, and now I've gone on to Baylor to co-found with Akshat Dayal the Baylor Business and Philanthropy and Medicine organization. Awesome, awesome. So as Zach alluded to. Uh, he graduated with us in 2019 from Lone Star High School. And I'm pretty sure as you can tell just from his introduction, Zach is the perfect guest to bring to this episode about networking as he was able to find, as he was able to co-found two very big organizations. So Zach, do you just want to start us off? Just tell us how are you able to start these organizations? Well, first off, I mean, starting out any organization, you have to have a passion of some sorts. So you have to you have to find a niche that doesn't already exist, like kind of you're starting a business, and you have to build a brand around it, and uh, and really the passion behind it is what drives that. It has to be something that you you care enough about to devote some time and effort to. But uh, as far as how networking ties into it, I mean, building sizable organizations, which the charitable students of America was, was the first, my first one. And, uh, to really grow it. And now it's, it's huge. It's all over Frisco ISD. But, uh, as far as growing that, there's no way that that would have happened without our network. And when you go to, when you talk about networking, it's, uh, it's from something as small as an acquaintance to something is, you know, substantial as uh, a close friend or, you know, a partnership. And uh, I don't know if anyone else wants to elaborate. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I like how you talked about, you said you had a passion to create that club. And I definitely invite the other guys to jump in on this. But is it just me or do you feel like so many kids in Frisco nowadays are just creating clubs just for the sake of college applications? And they don't really care about the club that they're making? Like, I feel like almost everyone is just doing it for the title at this point. Like they want to be the CEO or the CFO or the chairman of their own club. And they don't, they don't really care about giving back to the community. So how about Aksha? What do you, what do you think about this? 
Yeah, I think that's true for sure because, you know, I see so many repetitive organizations. Like, there's this one organization. I don't know what the name is, but it does the exact same thing as the other one. There's no need for it, but someone just created it for, you know, to put president or VP on the resume. So I think, and overall, you know, like Zach said, it's a passion. So if if you create something that you really care about, you really want to grow, you know, you have fun with, and it's not just for the college application, then, you know, there's no way it's not going to grow, you know. There's no way it's not going to get big. It's not going to get successful and all. But, yeah, I think high school now, high schools now, like, I don't know about colleges, but, yeah, maybe high schools now, people are just trying to go for the title, no matter what it is, no matter what's in, no matter, you know, if they know about it or not, if they care about it. Yeah. And yeah. and I'll piggyback off of uh, Oxshot. I think it's easy, it's really easy to see through and it's really easy for colleges to see through these, these fluff organizations that the people are starting just for the titles. I mean, you, you look at my organizations that I've been a part of and they're sizable because the passion's behind it because I found these holes. I originally, uh, I started the Charitable Students of America seeing that there was a lack of a service organization at Lone Star High School and that even though uh, the National Honor Society claimed to be one, you know, it was it was more of a fluff organization, actually, as sizable as it was. So it's just about, you know, finding those those gaps and finding a passion. Mine was for for service and charity work. And, uh, and I've, I've even carried that to Baylor. But I feel, I feel like like we talked about this before, but people are trying to do whatever they can to get a competitive edge. Right. <clears throat> But like like Zach said, like there should be passion for what you're doing, and and you wanted to do something that that dealt with charity, right? But if people are starting orgs just for the sake of starting orgs, just to, just for like a resume pad or something like that, you know, it kind of loses meaning. And at the end of the day, you're not really you're not doing anything meaningful. Like yeah, it might look good, but like, you know, like what's the point if you're not going to put your heart into it? Just my two cents. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I like how we all just glossed over like this super hot take that Zach just had that NHS was fluff, bro. Come on, like, you know, how, you, know, you know how many people cared about that induction ceremony, bro? People were bringing their <laughs> grandparents, their 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 aunts, their uncles, bro. Like, oh, well, I think didn't the whole school do the induction ceremony? <laughs> the yeah. Whole school got into yeah. NHS anyway, bro. <laughs> anyway, um, I feel like let's just transition to like college networking because I think college networking you can argue is like a lot more important especially because college networking is what will directly lead to jobs you know and as we mentioned in the introduction episode uh, Anubhav and Afsal both currently attend UT right now which is like very famous in the nation for its really expansive network so uh, let's start with Anubhav because you're in business right now so especially in business networking is so important like what tips or anything would you have for people who are listening right now and you just want to maybe just share your experiences at UT as well, like about networking in general? Sure. So first of all, um, you'd expect to meet most, most, of, uh, most of the people in your classes, right? But, but to be honest, when you go to class, it's like you're not really going to make much friends unless you're doing like, like group work or something like that. So the best way to network and like meet people is go, go to organizations, right? And even if you're not in an organization, it's important to go check out and explore <clears throat> and then when they have when they have socials or anything like that go up and talk to as many people as possible you know that's honestly the best thing i can say it's like meet as many people as you can and to be honest you're not going to have many close friends in college 
and that's honestly that's not that's not a bad thing but that's only like you looking out for yourself right so i would say like have a good small group of close friends and that's good and then but meet a lot of people and get to know a lot of people you know because at the end of the day like don't there's not you don't have to like use them or anything like that but it's good to know a lot of people because you never know when they can help you with something when you can help with something so i would say just meet as many people like shake hands tell them a little about yourself and just yeah just keep doing that over and over again yeah for sure for sure and i know afsol is pre-med but i feel like a lot of the networking stuff also applies to you so what were your experiences at ut yeah 100% um i feel like as a pre-med student it's definitely possible to be like so supportive you can it's pretty easy to figure stuff out for yourself but definitely i feel like networking makes a lot of things easier um off of what anavol was saying that i thought was really important like the fact that you can have people that are going to help you and you can help them i mean i thought that's that's a really huge thing honestly as a pre-med student i'd say talk to people in your classes for sure cuz like those are people you can study with uh, those are people that you can also like like if they're also pre-med like y'all are both on that pre-med journey right so you guys can talk to each other like give each other some tips like like you can ask them oh where are you shadowing you know where are you volunteering still so stuff like that also i mean at ut there's like there's hundreds of hundreds of orgs and like there's just a bunch of pre-med orgs but honestly like for orgs i just say like do one that you're interested in cuz like if you're just doing it just cuz it's pre-med and like stuff like that and you're going to you're going to end up hating it like if you're not with a group of people that like you like to hang out with it's it's going to suck yeah, yeah that's sure. especially yeah. like if you do orgs that you're interested in like not only do you get like the experience in like in your interest right but like you also meet other people who are interested in the exact same thing and so like it's also easier to form a bond with those kind of people you know and uh i'd like to add like a little something so i don't know how this is at other schools but at ut what i've noticed is that if you if you are trying trying to like let's say network or even make friends right always make the first move I realize because as soon as you start opening up like other people start opening up as well and it's so easy. Like that's 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 what I found anyways. You know, like as soon as you say like hi, hello, this or you like start joking around with somebody and like really like let loose, um like that's when they'll do the same thing and they'll like reciprocate. And so like I feel like that really helps, you know? Like yeah. especially cuz freshmen, I like every single freshman in college is like scared. Like the first yeah. day, I was scared. I was sitting there all by myself. I had like one guy that i met from orientation i sat next to him cuz we didn't know anybody he didn't know anyone i didn't know anyone and we i remember i talked to this one guy i remember we talked about who we wanted to work for in the future we uh both of us said tesla right we were the only ones everybody said microsoft google all that and we said tesla and i'm like hey man you want you want to work tesla he's like yeah and we ended up like talking to each other we like researched some stuff one one actually one actual tesla worker came to our school one time talked to them together so just like like on both said always make the first move always try to connect with people cuz everybody's scared too everybody's scared like it's it's okay to do that it's okay to step up yeah that's what it all too was like first semester freshman year was the only time people really that open to talk you know like as far as i guess as he means experience um most people really just want to connect with you first semester Second semester, you already have your groups, you have your niche, and they're kind of more closed off. 
yeah and well i, I kind of want to just kind of tie together everything that we've talked about real quick like as far as earlier we were talking about fluff organizations you know and i feel like that's like a whole like mentality there's people do these fluff organizations for their resumes they join this because they think that that's what's going to get them farther and then they also have fluff relationships like they they're trying to build a network and uh, they're trying to they're they're using people you know and they're building these weak relationships when uh, the strength like you only have a network if you have uh, strong relationships and like Anubhav said earlier uh, having a few close friends is, is extremely beneficial because those high high quality relationships are, are a really strong network for you and then also just meeting as many people as you can uh, having strong acquaintances and genuinely caring about people if you have genuine relationships with people, uh, your networking is going to be so much more effective because people want to help someone that's authentic. People like people that are authentic. And uh, if you're as relatable as possible with people and as, as honest and open as possible with people, it's, you end up building a very effective network. And even like going back to uh, some of like the charity work that I've done, getting sponsors like uh, Verizon and Little Caesars and Krispy Kreme as odd as that combination is uh, the, the way that I was able to to get those was simply by going in and talking to managers and executives and just being relatable I didn't try to be anybody that I wasn't I just went in as a kid trying to have a charity charity event was 100% myself and they backed me and I feel like people can get behind authentic people that aren't trying to be someone that they're not or or copy someone you know staying true to yourself is the most effective way to end up creating a network i like like how you talk about low quality versus high quality um can you give an example of the low quality relationships that could occur in college yeah low quality i mean that's that's easy that's uh just using people to to study with that's uh you got this person's number and uh you need notes or like, you know, they do really well on the test. So you want like a study briefing, you know, but they'll run you through it, but they're still going to do better on the test than you most likely, (laughs) you know, it's just, that's just how it goes. Like you have these nature, the the nature of the friendship is very one-sided and it's not even, it's not even a real friendship. It's just a one-sided relationship and you just straight up use people. You're not getting anything out of that. That person's at the end of the day, not going to open some door for you, you know? (laughs) It's just that the most effective high quality relationships are mutualistic, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I feel like it isn't just high school and college where you can develop relationships. You can also develop relationships if you are, uh, if you have a part-time job, for example. So I know Dean, you worked as a valet. So do you want to give like a couple of your experiences about like networking and just getting to meet people there? Uh, yeah, uh, so several coworkers of mine, uh, most of them were, so I was the youngest one in my work by a lot. Like the second youngest worker was like 25. So a lot of them had jobs before one actually tried to work for Tesla, didn't work. Um, so I just, I, I asked them, like they all gave me very good insight about how to like get a job after college, what to do, who to talk to. And all these random people that I got to drive to their car, I just like talked to them. I asked them, I said, like, like nice car. And then of course, like, I don't want to say, how'd you get the car? I, like, I waited for them to talk about it. And he said, young man, invest, T- talk to people. Like just what you guys are saying, um, uh, which goes back to just like, talk to people, be yourself. Like Zach said, don't be a person you aren't. 
And uh, yeah, I ended like my boss knows a lot of people. Uh, he introduced me to a lot. Uh, and it's good to like know people that are nice and can help you in life, which is what I thankfully found. And I'm still trying to meet people that can help me. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a good mindset to have. I think just having that open mindset where you're willing to take any sort of advice or tips from anyone and make sure you don't develop a perception about someone even before you get to know them. I think that's very important. And so I wanted to address a question that a lot of students had when picking college. Uh, is there a difference between a large university like A&M and UT and like the networks you can develop there and a small university like Baylor or um, UTD? Or it's like a little bit smaller, um, but there's still opportunity for networking. Because I know one reason why I went to A&M is because of like that massive Aggie network that everyone talks about, you know, like how there are a bunch of for Fortune 500 CEOs that have come out of A&M and how you can develop a bunch of networks just if someone recognizes your Aggie ring or something like that. And I'm pretty sure there's something similar at UT as well, because it's also a very large school. But um, like Akshat, Zach, do you guys just want to talk about like how networking at a smaller school might be different than networking at like a bigger school? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think that it's overall that different in nature. And I mean, by the size, I mean, your, your network is still going to probably be end up being the same size at a larger university as it is at a smaller university, even though it's a, a different setting, you know, but uh, as far as I don't even, I've completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> Actually, right. you want to take this yeah, one? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Yeah, he's right. You know, um, in the end, like, I guess the friendly networks you have is going to be kind of the same. But then definitely if you go to UT, A&M, like when you go out in the real world, the probability of you seeing someone who went to those colleges is much higher. So that's like an automatic connection type of thing. Right. But then I guess the thing small colleges can take advantage of is for example, like I'm in this business program, right? And they have a thing where um, they can basically guarantee every kid in that program an internship because of the network that program specifically has. So like the kids really don't have to rely because see at like, UT or AM is like a huge competition, right? Because like there's so many people. So it's like a fend for yourself type of thing. But then I guess the smaller colleges, it's like they kind of think because um, they have smaller groups, so it's much easier to take care of. So I think network, networking in terms of that would be different. But then, yeah, like when you get out in the real world, you're 100% going to have the advantage of seeing more people from your university. And that's a good talking point if you want to start off with. But then, again, like it depends on what you're doing, you know, business, like pre-med or and you, like all these have different type of networking. So, yeah. But yeah, main point, there's opportunity everywhere. You just have to, to you know, look for it. <laughs> it's not just going to come to you. You have to be smart and uh, build as the best you can. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I feel like a lot of our listeners are probably have either heard of or are currently in the ISM program. And for those who haven't heard of it, uh, the ISM program is basically just an independent study and mentorship program that they offer in Frisco ISD schools. And it's become very popular. Uh, over time because it's a great way for you to develop networks with professionals in your field of interest. So like, for example, I'm interested in pre-med, so I can go contact doctors in the local area and just develop those networks. So I know Afsal, uh, you were in uh, ISM. Uh, do you just want to talk about how people who are currently in ISM right now, uh, they don't know how to approach networking per se? Like, do you just want to give them a few tips? 
Yeah, for sure. Um, if you're not already in ISM and you're Frisco, um, ISM is a wonderful thing. You should definitely try to apply. Um, the thing about networking, um, so I was a pre-med, so the, speci the specialty I wanted to work with was ophthalmology. So talking about like the pre-med types of specialties specifically, if you're trying to find that in ISM, you got to be super adamant. Like I remember when I was first trying to um, find my mentor, basically what you do is like you call like the front front desk at a hospital, the front desk person will carry you to another person. And then it's like, you gotta go through like three or four levels before you finally talk to the actual doctor. So 100%, like you, you, you can't be willing to give up. Like you gotta keep calling, you gotta keep like schedule things. You gotta like check your timings. You gotta, there's just a, there's just a lot of stuff you have to um, keep, keep in check. So I'd say, yeah, number one thing is like, you gotta be adamant. Yeah, definitely. I think number one thing is adamant. And number two, I would like to add is, just try you know a lot of people they get intimidated by contacting doctors or contacting engineers and just like they see that phone number but they're just too afraid to call like i was one of those students where i was too afraid to call but eventually i just developed this mentality like no one is going to think negatively about you for trying to develop a network you know like if you mess up and it doesn't go well then it's not like you're ever going to see them again in like a meaningful way you know so it's not like you've lost anything but if you didn't try and there was potential for that network to be really good, then it's your loss, you know? So I think the number one thing is just to go out there, you know, because even if you make mistakes, the only way in which you can learn is by actually trying it, you know, whether that be like sending an email or just calling someone or especially LinkedIn nowadays, LinkedIn is very important. So I think that's very, very important that you just go out there and try you know, and so I also wanted to make something clear. You don't need to be an ISM to develop connections. I feel like a lot of people have this false perception that ISM is the only way in Frisco that you can develop these networks because ISM facilitates it. But all ISM does, it just gives you class time to develop these networks. You can easily develop these networks or even stronger networks if you just go out there and try, even if you're not in the class, you know. So I know Anubhav and Dean, they both weren't in ISM, but they both still have a lot of networks. So do both of you guys just want to talk about how you approach those networking relationships in high school? Sure. Um, so I basically just talking to a lot of people. Uh, I, I try to join as many clubs as possible. I don't know if you guys know I was in academic decathlon. Uh, didn't work out too well. It got in the way of my swimming. So I decided to not do that. Uh, swimming was my passion. That's why I didn't let too many things like get, um, like mess, mess it up, you could say. But uh, like I tried academic decathlon, I liked it, it was good. I'm, I got to like meet Tarun actually and like become really good friends with him, Aksha. Um, what else did I do? I did like, I, I tried to sign up for a lot of clubs. Uh, I also, I'm doing that for college now. Uh, I tried magic, I'm in the magic club at UTD right now, just trying it out uh, and it just like, I'm learning magic, which is cool. And I'm like meeting these people that I don't know, teaching me things. And I'm like learning magic, a new thing, like a new skill. Yeah, I like, I like Dean's point about extracurriculars. Um, so I was, I was kind of feeling in high school, I didn't really know the importance of networking until like college. 
I'm still kind of figuring it out, you know, like we're freshmen, you know, but, um, but the good thing I did was like, I was in band all four years. Right. And so like, I wasn't working, but like I made a lot of friends who I'm still in contact with, you know, I'm still, uh, I, I still have the contact info of my band director who helped me out in multiple ways, you know? So like, so maybe not in high school, but like also, um, in college is like the more extracurriculars you do, you'd be surprised at how many you, people you can meet through those. And so I feel like that's, that's a really great way to network too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like even the organizations where you think you might not develop networks, like band or like how Dean was saying, like the music or the magician club or whatever, you can still develop a lot of good networks here. So I had one question for you guys. I just wanted to hear your opinion on this. You know how the saying goes, it's like where it's always like, there's uh, no such thing as bad publicity because all publicity is good publicity. Is there, is that same concept apply to networking where there's like, there's no such thing as a bad network, but all of networks are good networks. Like, let me give you an example. Like, let me say I had a network with like a drug dealer or something like that. You know, obviously that sounds like it's a bad network, you know, <laughs> but um, let's just say you had a network with a drug dealer or something, but could you see that in like a good way? I know this is an extreme, extreme example, but like, those networks where you're like, man, I'm not really going to get anything out of this. Or like, man, this is a network with a bad person. Is there, that technically a bad network or is it still a network that you can use? There's, there's definitely bad networks. If, if like, if it's one-sided, I think said this before, you know? Um, so there's sometimes I think you just got to be careful with who you trust. That's the biggest thing. So like this happened to me kind of, I won't go into details, but <clears throat> it's like, I thought this one dude, I thought he was trying to be friends with me, right? So he was in my one of my classes and then he DMs me one day and then he's like, okay, do you want to do this review together? Okay, so like, or he's like, can you send me the notes from class? I was like, okay, cool, cool. I'll meet a new dude, make a friend. And then, so I sent him the notes, right? And then this happens again a week later and I sent it to him again. And then third, third time he was like, can you do this? I'll share it with you. And then he's like, never mind, just do your part and give it to me. And so I was like, you know, this, I have not benefited anything from this. I feel like this dude would not be willing to give me anything if I asked for it, you know? So it's like, it's those kind of like toxic relationships that's like, that really make a bad network. You know, you just got to make sure that like, they would be there for you too, if you really needed it. So for sure, like maybe not drug dealers, but like, there's always people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like adding to Taru's like the drug dealer thing, like don't do drugs. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. don't do drugs, yeah, no. only like NyQuil and stuff. Uh, oh, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, like if you feel, if you feel bad, like if you have a cold, if you're coughing. That so, jungle juice. <laughs> oh man. But, hey, like, well, okay. So from my perspective, there's, it's only a bad network. If every relationship you have is one-sided. So like the drug dealer scenario, technically, if for some reason you have a mutualistic relationship with the drug dealer, it's technically not a bad network. And that drug dealer might know someone that can help you in the future for exactly. some reason. Like maybe that drug dealer's mom is like a doctor and you're pre-med and you shadow that drug dealer's mom, you know, like that's Whoa. the type of stuff. Yeah. See, that's his mom's hooking him up. Mm. That's, that's some big boy mentality right there. Is the mom's drug dealer? What? Wait, who's a drug? Is a mom the drug dealer technically? Because she's the one hooking. No, the mom's just the supplier. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So, wait, no, are, are you saying are you saying people who provide prescriptions are illegal drug dealers? 
<laughs> wait, wait, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. <laughs> is, that, is that what you're saying here? No, I have a um, massive respect for the medical community, the yeah, exactly. people with the powers. <laughs> Exactly. You, that's why. That's why you're in pre-med. You want to be a supplier in the future, bro. Um, I will actually not prescribe anything. Um, that will be harmful to any future patients. I will make sure your welfare is always a first priority. I, I have never done drugs personally. I do not condone it. <laughs> okay. 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 Good. Okay. Good. <laughs> I wanted to, um, basically, get back together and latch off of Anubhav's point where he had this bad network. So. Any of anyone of you guys can answer this question, but how do you end a bad network? Freak you by ghost. You by? Yeah, you can ghost? definitely ghost, but wow. I mean, oh, it, so it's good to it's good to confront people sometimes. Oh, yeah. You know, true. Say no, thank you. Be nice. Say but no, also, thank you. I, like, I didn't do my notes. Also, if they're not giving you the time of the day, like that's when the ghost is kind of deserved, right? Like. Like I mean, if if they're a decent person, I think I think that's when you should confront them. Like, hey, you're you're kind of just like you're kind of using me. Uh, I don't I don't appreciate our relationship. But I mean, yeah, you could you could go either way, honestly. In fact, I would think about it. Like, you only ghost when the relationship is dead. The deep. That's fact. You ghost. Were you were you trying to make a pun or something? No, 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 that was a pun, but it was all, it's also very true. That's very true indeed. <laughs> because, yeah, if there's, if, well, if there's basically no relationship, if someone's just constantly blowing you off, like, oh, yeah, you do this homework and I'm not doing anything, and there's, like, no real contact, no real relationship at all, like, you can just completely cut them out, like, no problem with a ghost. But, I mean, if you actually have a relationship and they're, like, at least, like, an acquaintance, then a confrontation is probably the best option. Yeah, for sure. So what I'm hearing from you guys is – don't burn the bridge or burn the bridge burn it. if if there's yeah, a bridge it. if there's a bridge don't burn it if there's no bridge then there's no envelope was just saying burn it he said burn he said burn it rebuild it and burn it again if you have a one-sided relationship you don't even have a bridge okay exactly Exactly. So you can't burn the bridge. If, but if you have an acquaintance and they're not, if the acquaintance isn't pulling their weight in like some project or some like way in the relationship, mm -hmm. then you don't burn the bridge. You try and keep the bridge together because there's a bridge. But if there's no bridge, then it's not worth putting in any, exactly. any effort. And like the bridges could be like wood. That's a bad relationship. Like gold bridges, platinum exactly. bridges. Exactly. There's all kinds of bridges. Mm -hmm. This is towards like one-on-one -on -one networks. Not like groups and stuff one-on-one -on -one, burn yeah. the bridge big like work clubs be nice about it but no, i think zach zach brought up a good perspective before so like you got to realize that um even if one person uh, how do i explain this so basically the main thing is that like a person's network is also your network you know what i'm saying so like like like, like zach said right or like the drug dealer situation again um if you <laughs> Even if the drug dealer isn't really benefiting you, his network is his mom, right? And so if you can shadow his mom, right, that's also beneficial. So there's also other factors to like consider, right? Like, and I'm not saying like use people or anything, but like, <laughs> but there's, if there's any benefit to you coming out of the relationship, even if it's not directly from them, like even an indirect benefit is like still beneficial. Just always have the mindset that that everybody knows somebody everybody has 
their own value and it's not yeah it's, like you said it's not about using them but it's it's about keeping that mindset yeah, yeah with, sure. with what Anibal was saying before with like the bridges definitely it takes a lot from you like yourself to try to maintain an unhealthy relationship like it, you got to figure out like quickly like the dynamic between you and the other person like you you definitely don't want to be caught up just trying to like like carry your relationship you know mm-hmm. yeah for sure in college you got other stuff to do all right so don't be wasting time on one person you know like you'll have other friends you'll have other people like do not simp for your network is the main idea all right, they're not worth it. You have your own so your own GPA, your own clubs, whatever you're doing, you got your own stuff to worry about. It's not worth it. Yeah, for sure. And I know we've been using the word relationship a lot. Um, don't worry, we'll actually drop, I'm pretty sure, an episode like purely on relationships. I'm pretty sure these guys are definitely willing to do that. That'll so, be interesting. <laughs> what do you mean? I, I know for sure, Arnabal and Aksha will definitely teach you single guys out there how to shoot your shot, you know, because... The, the, the master can I, can I, can and I I'll, I'll teach you i'll teach you how to get the queens to slide into your dms yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll bring zach on yeah for sure for sure but don't don't slide boys they'll yeah. slide in yours <laughs> okay 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 well let's let's get back to like actual professional networks here so you guys can answer this question if you don't if you want or you can just um choose not to but what would you say are like your top three networks you have right now Besides, like, family and, like, super close friends, of course. Um, I guess I can go first here. Um, so one really strong network that I have at A&M specifically is the Brown Scholarship Group. So basically, the Brown Scholars Group is um, a group of students who all got full rides to A&M. And I really, really think this network has been really important for me at A&M because... Mr. Brown is a very, very caring person. He's very dedicated about Texas A&M. Like literally um, over the summer, I had a friend who had an internship and his internship got canceled. He told Mr. Brown, Mr. Mr. Brown's like, okay, I got another internship for you in like a day, you know? Or like another person like whose laptop broke during the semester. And he's like, he went to the repair shop and the repair shop was charging him like $300. He told Mr. Brown and then the guy did it for free, you know? So like, He's just like, I don't know, you could say big daddy out here or something like that. Like, it's, it's crazy. But I definitely say he has been a great, great relationship for me at Texas A&M just because of how much he cares about the success of his students. But yeah, that, I would say that's really good really, uh, network for me. Anyone else have any good networks for them? Uh, I guess mine would be either work or so I told you guys about like, my boss, like he has this brother, he has a younger brother that goes to UTD and he's like my, like in fraternity, you have the word uh, small and big when it's like the bigger guy like shows you around and stuff and all that. I'm saying that right, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's basically my big, like he introduced me to heck of people actually. He's like making me meet these random people. He's like, hey, meet Dean. And I'm like, hi. So, and then they're like telling me like, hey man, you look like you want to do this, you want to do this. And I played Frisbee with this one guy. And it's just, I guess he's, he's like, find a person who's older than you, I guess is what I'm trying to say. They can, they can help a lot because they've been to the college. They know what they're doing. They know a lot of people. Yeah, that's mine. 
it's I just would... it's it's hard for me to put mine into necessarily like specifics but it's just people from Baylor in general that I've met just like crazily have given me some connections like this one random girl I met and I'm friends with she's actually living with Brooklyn and Bailey the famous YouTube star so I have ties there and uh, now I have like ties to a sorority because of the new girl that I'm with and, yeah. <laughs> and and then I have I have a bunch of friends that you know pre-meds of course so, that, uh, so, that you so know eating, have all kinds of connections <laughs> you're not just eating Zach you you're feasting out there huh oh yeah it's just it. well it's just amazing the the people that you meet and where they can tie you into well, Zach, Zach can use that Bailey ratio you know the there's seven girls to one guy. <laughs> seven girls to one guy at Baylor. So I, I do make use of the ratio. <laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir. For networking. For networking. <laughs> for networking. For networking. All right. Um anyone else have like any last concluding thoughts or anything? Don't be afraid to speak up. Yeah, for sure. I think that's the number one thing. It's like be persistent and don't be afraid to speak up. And automatically you'll develop your networks. And basically, like we said, as long as you will go out there and as long as you try, even if you at first, like you don't get a few networks, trust me, you'll get, you'll get those all important networks that will change your life. Trust me, as long as you try. Absolutely. You know, so um, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, I hope you found a lot of the stuff that we shared useful. Um, networking is definitely a very important thing in high school or college or even beyond. You know, and I hope you're able to learn from our experiences and basically how we've approached networking. Um, like I said, if you guys ever want to contact us, you can always just send us an email. The email, you can find it on our website, but the email is studentperspective.sp at gmail.com. Um, if you just want us to give you tips or anything like that, and we'll definitely have blog posts and Instagram posts about that coming along the way. But thank you guys for listening to this episode. I hope to see you guys next time.